This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. God bless Alec for not turning on Mike's mic. But it is time for Mike to ask all the football questions while he has a screw in his mouth. Okay, I'm ready. For the 817, why doesn't everyone have their own chair? All right, look, here's the deal. Yes. There's about 25 chairs up on this floor. Maybe four of them are good. We couldn't give them away if we wanted to. Like, if we gave this, if somebody was standing on the side of the road as a homeless person and we brought the chair to them, they would throw it into the middle of traffic. (laughs) You don't think they would want a chair? No, not Uh, these. They're horrible. So we all, like, try to get our favorite chairs for the show. And then for Mike... Every year, he's ge- he's nice enough and generous enough for Peaceathon to auction off the chair that he's used from the previous year. So now he's building the New Year's chair. Yeah, I went to Staples yesterday after the show and um, bought a chair. Now I just have to build it, which I'm not the best builder. I'm not Bob, so trying my best. You know what's sad? That is absolutely what I thought. I was trying head. to come up with a Bob the Builder joke, yeah. and all I had was Bassick the Builder. Thank but you. All right, guys. So I tease this. Obviously, it makes Dak Prescott fans mad. I understand. But I think you have to look at a little bit of the reality of Dak plays his worst football in the playoffs. I don't know why. I mean, I think it's a mental block, obviously. I don't know if he's going to ever get over it. The hope is if you're a Cowboy fan, he has to get over this mental block of the pressure of a playoff game because the pressure of a playoff game seems to be too much for him to handle. Hopefully he gets over it. We've seen this in other sports. We've seen it in football. He has a mental block when it comes to the playoffs. And because of that, I just thought, here's my list. Not regular season list. That list where Dak finished like somewhere between – third and fifth I can't remember at the end of CBS Sports oh yeah ranking the quarterbacks obviously Lamar was one I remember that I believe Josh Allen was two and Patrick Mahomes were three or vice versa right I think Dak was four I think that's where he finished in the regular season on the quarterback power rankings according to CBS Sports that's regular season now when it comes to the playoffs I do have 10 quarterbacks that without a doubt I would rather have quarterbacking a playoff game over Dak. So my first football question is, I think the first few can go quickly, but when you have a debate within yourself, when you say, wait a second, okay, that's when I would love for you to stop the okay. list and you guys discuss why you think Dak would be a better do-or-die playoff game quarterback than this guy. Can I ask Kevin a question first? And Mike asks all the football questions. Mike, Mike said yes. 
Kevin, if you were to define the thing you think is the mental block for Dak, do you think it's unpreparedness? No. Do you think it's um, panic? Or do you think it's trust? And is, or is there another word that you would use? If to I had to guess, I, I don't think it's the first one. I do think, I, I feel like it's trust in the play or think, whatever's called. I think panics a little bit, and he talks about it all the time. And I appreciate when he says this. I still have the chance to write my story. He knew yes. that this was like a pivot point for his book. The narrative is not just a fake thing. The story is what it is so far. Can you change the future of it? All right. Thanks, Mike. Okay. So the first one. I don't think we need to discuss Patrick Mahomes. Okay. The dude looks like Michael Jordan on sure. a football field at this point. Um, I know he's been beat before, but that one's pretty easy. Number two, I have Joe Burrow. I agree. I'll take Burrow. Okay. Number three, I have Josh Allen. I, I agree. I will say this. I know Josh Allen is five and five in the playoffs, but he has put up some pretty good good numbers yeah. in those playoffs. And look, you would have loved for him to run out the clock and score a touchdown there. The 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 couldn't do it. It it failed. He gave his guy a easy field goal, and I I would hope I would be this honest and say that's not Dak's fault. Right. He, he got him to a point where they should tie the game. Now it's scary because he didn't run enough time off the clock. So now you're giving Michael Jordan, Patrick Mahomes, a minute and forty seconds to get in field goal range, and they have a great field goal kicker. So uh, that would be. Josh Allen, but I think that 20, one's pretty easy. 21 and four, 21 touchdowns, four interceptions in the playoffs. Really? Wow. For Josh Allen? Yep. That yeah, seems pretty so impressive. That would be an yeah. easy yes. Sure. Number four, I have Lamar Jackson. Agreed. Now, I know Lamar. he's only won two games uh, so far in his playoff run. That's the same as Dak, but I would rather have Lamar Jackson. Number five, this is where my list gets a little wonky, as in I'm not sure if I'm listing them in the correct order, but I started having to put them down. I would rather have Brock Purdy than Dak Prescott at the moment. I agree. So there, there is, play, if they were, if, if I switched teams, if I gave Dak San Francisco and I gave Brock Dallas, I would probably pick San Francisco. But then in the back of my mind, I'd be like, Dak screws this up. Dak has Dak always screws this up. And so I would rather have Brock Purdy leading my team than Dak Prescott in a playoff game. Did you hear the line from Nick Bosa on Jordan love? Uh, a while back, and it was—I it, think this was a respectful thing, but he said uh, he said that Jordan Love—they have a lot of the same traits regarding him and Aaron Rodgers, and at quarterback who does exactly what he's coached to do, which Aaron Rodgers is a Hall of Famer, unbelievable. But he kind of went outside of the realm of coaching, and sometimes it's good when you have a guy that does what he's coached to do. I think that's Purdy. I think right. Purdy does exactly what he's coached to do because he trusts the system so much and the system needs to be trusted. So I think that I'll take Purdy in that instance too. The next one is the guy who beat Dak, Jordan Love. Who I mean, this he's only had two playoff games. Would you rather have Jordan Love in a do-or-die game next year or would you rather have Dak Prescott? The way that he played, he was phenomenal, man. Kevin wants Dak, I can tell. I know I'm conflicted about this. I know I, I saw what happened, and we got smoked. And then you saw what happened against San Francisco, and he put up 21 points against him. He did also throw the interception that killed the game. Mm-hmm. But and we're not allowed to push. I'm I'll guessing. take love. I mean, I think you have to choose here. I'll take love. I mean, my opinion would be Dak wouldn't have been in that game. Dak would have not had that opportunity. Against San Francisco. Now, I okay. guess he's, he's kind of been in the game, but... I just think that, all hey, right. yeah, Dak no, would have screwed that I, one up right, big I'll go, time. I'll go love on that. 
Next one, a guy who's a rookie, C.J. Stroud. I would rather have C.J. Stroud in a playoff game than Dak Prescott. Me too. Is that – or Corey, are you okay with that Oh, yeah, for the future, uh, I want Stroud. Number eight, this one was a little bit tough for me, but I put in my mind, this is a no-doubter still, I would rather have Jared Goff in a playoff game. Man, Jared Goff low-key is like – Played really well the last two years. I guess it's not that low key anymore because they're in the NFC Championship. I wanted, game. I wanted to be able to draft Jared Goff back in the day, so I'd, of course I'd this is it. his second NFC Championship yeah. game. He's one and zero in these in the, in the so we'll. I mean, I don't think he's going to win this week. And number ten, sorry, number nine. I put a guy who played three downs this year. I'd rather have Aaron Rodgers in a playoff game next year if he makes it healthy. That was a tough one because he barely played this year, but I've seen Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. I'll take uh, – this might be the most controversial of them all. I'll take Dak. I, I don't think – I think Aaron Rodgers is – Done? Complex. You think he's kind of Tom Brady-ish of yeah, and I think, 2022? And, and I think you would see that version in the playoffs. There's okay. no doubt Aaron Rodgers is all-time amazing quarterback. That's that's fair? Yeah, yeah I agree with that, too, okay. because I didn't get to see him this year, too. Like, it, he could – Aaron Rodgers could have changed my mind on a lot of things this year had he played. I would rather have Dak in the regular season than this guy, just so to make this clear. But I want this guy on my playoff team, not my regular season team, and that's Matthew Stafford. I wouldn't take Stafford. Why is Dak better than Stafford in a do-or-die game? I I guess I can't say that because he won a Super Bowl. He did. That's the tough thing is I, I'm with you, Corey. I think if we look at 17 games and go, Dak's better than Matthew Stafford yeah. in 17 games, I just don't see how I can say Dak is better in a playoff game than Matthew Stafford's going to be in a playoff game or has been in a playoff game. Uh, I will add, like, that L.A. Rams team was loaded. Like, that was that was that that should have been the favorite team no matter what. That was a loaded football team for him to win that. And what had Stafford done previously? No, I mean nothing. Right. So I'm with you. Like I'm, I'm there. I'm there. But it is very I, difficult. That's where I have, the Cowboys. I would probably loaded? have to push there. Yeah, the Cowboys have been very good a lot of times. I mean, yes. Didn't we feel like 34 to 41 points was going to be something they could do against Green Bay at home in the way that they were playing against Washington? Yeah, but and- I also I do look at the Cowboys defense and I you have to acknowledge the entire time throughout the late in the season, how limited they were defensively with okay. their front and their linebackers. That's a, that's a, so fact. you have eight or seven, One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So eight quarterbacks come playoff time. You'd rather, and where you, and you eight. had, he's better than a rod and he's better than, uh, who was it that we just said? Was it golf Stafford, Stafford? Rogers Stafford. Okay. All right. So now here's the next six quarterbacks that it was to me when you go 50-50, can we push? Okay. This is where I'm at a push with these next quarterbacks. I'm taking Dak over Mayfield if that's on the list. It is. Okay. I would rather have Baker Mayfield. But he's not number one on this. Oh, gosh, this is tough. My number one on this list that's tough is his division rival, Jalen Hurts. I would rather have Jalen Hurts in a playoff game over Dak. I don't. I, I disagree there. I've seen him go to a Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I I get it. That was a I I disagree with that on Jalen okay. Hurts. I'll I think take, if they're both healthy, I want Hurts. If obviously Hurts is playing the way he played last year, if that's if that's who he is now, 
I'd obviously, I, I mean, I'm going to lose both times. I'm going to lose right. with Dak and I'm going to lose with Hurts. Yeah. So in a way it doesn't matter, but I think that I have a chance if Hurts is healthy he has a chance to attack a defense better than Dak can in a playoff game. Yeah, and we're gonna. F- I think we'll find out healthy and can he keep a locker room together yeah, next year. I think I'll take Dak. All right, the next one, I think he's Dak four years ago, is Tua T. I think this is very tough. I'll I, take Tua. I would take Tua over Dak, but it's kind of an unknown with Tua. If Tua the next three years... Next three of the four years makes the playoffs and looks like crap yeah. in playoff games, and I'm like, oh crap, he's Dak Prescott. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll I'll take to. Uh, I realize he looked poor that game. I thought he was always going to do with poorly Dak. in the frigid game. I'll stick with Dak. Okay, the next one. This is tough because his team went four and thirteen. I would rather have Kyler Murray in a playoff game over Dak Prescott. I'll take Dak. Yeah, I'll okay. take Dak. All right. The, and and why is Kyler going to fail tremendously in the playoffs? Like, why would he fail more than Dak? I just think because you've seen that he has just even trouble getting there, and so I don't necessarily know if That's, I think you he'll just put thrive. the regular season back in there. Yeah, I but I still if, think that matters. Yeah, if you can't thrive I know. in the regular season, I have Dak number five on my quarterback list. As long as you don't have to play in the playoffs, right. I, I think I need to make this clear because I didn't make this clear. Dak is about the fifth best quarterback now in the NFL Right in 17 games. Unfortunately, the 18th game, he's going to be, the term, for me, the 17th best quarterback Tyler's in the NFL. Tyler's played one playoff game. And he did not play well in that 137 game. 137 yards, two interceptions, two sacks, no touchdowns. That's per- That's a he better. He did not play well in that That's game. a better explanation on why I shouldn't take uh, Kyler, but I'd still take my chance with him. The next one is going to be a guy who I've given up on. <laughs> But I would rather have him in a playoff game. Justin Herbert is Justin Herbert. Uh, yeah, no. I mean, look, I've talked about this. I do not necessarily think that Justin Herbert has the clutch gene going for him. So I'll yeah. take Dak. Yeah, these are tough ones. This is no, this is I where hear, the list I is. Hear you. I am not. This is a list of six guys that I'm not sure on. Corey, Herbert or Dak? Uh, Herbert. Herbert's not shown enough for me either. So I'll take Dak. All right. Next one. I'm getting killed from both sides here. It's oh. and this getting, is these Corey, are tough. Corey, you're a dumbass for for saying yeah. this about Stafford. Corey, you're a dumbass for saying this about Dak and your love for Dak. And I'm like, I'm pretty even on where I'm going with this, y'all dumbasses. The oh. next one. This this is not easy. This is my list. Your list can be only three guys. Yeah. And that's just because you love just because you love somebody doesn't mean that I have your, to. Your list could be. I don't have Kirk Cousins on this list. I would rather have Dak than Kirk Cousins. But I tell you what, it's close. But I chose Dak over Kirk Cousins. We did it. The next one is my guy, and I have to admit he was very disappointing this year in 17 games. I guess I'd rather have Trevor Lawrence over Dak Prescott in a playoff game next year. I've seen him win a national championship. I've seen him lead a team. I saw him win a playoff game last year. Down, He was horrible in the first half right. and then played unbelievably great in the second half. So he does have a Dak trait. When he's down by 27, then all of a sudden he starts playing well. Yeah, because I, I keep thinking about that. I'll, I'll take. I'll take Dak. I understand. This was this was a little bit biased on me. I've given up on Dak. Like Dak is Dak's going nowhere. And In the then postseason. My yes. last guy who you've already mentioned was I'll take Dak over Baker. I would rather have Baker Mayfield at this point. I think he has more guts than Dak Prescott does in these situations. I think he has guts. I also think he has less arm talent. Okay. Uh but so and and I think that there's a lot more uh to go with. I, I agree with yeah. the guts part. 
but I, sometimes I think that can be a, a detriment. I do wish that Dak would take a few more opportunities to to say I'm the, I'm the guy and deliver. Obviously, guys on this list that I chose over uh, that I chose Dak over them: Geno Smith, Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr. I thought about these guys. To be honest, I thought about those guys, and I said, no, I would rather have Dak. Obviously, when it comes to a Bryce Young, Sam Howell, Daniel Jones, I choose Dak. So sure. I have Dak approximately, and the the I have him at best for me, number 11, at the very best, but I don't have him there. I have him at number 17. See, I have him at 10, then, in terms of playoff Which, quarterback. If he's at 10, now I ask this question, we're out of time. I'm sorry I don't have any more football questions. This took longer than I thought. My next football question is, now if he's your 10th best quarterback in all of the NFL and do-or-die games, that means you kind of have to give him $300 million, right? I personally think the, the, the divide is more like you have to do it if it's set top seven. I don't necessarily think 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, you have to. But I definitely think that's what the Cowboys will do. Corey, where is he on your list? Uh, somewhere in like 10, 11 area. So there were, there were a couple of my, I was like, no, I'll, I'll keep taking that guy. So I think he's 10, 11. If he has the 10th, just ask yourself, this will go to break. You don't have to answer Corey. We're out of time. If you're a listener, wherever he is on your list at this point, for me, I'm letting him walk. I'm trying to trade him. But I think if he's number 10 on your list or better, you give him $300 million. And that's probably about what he's going to get, give or take $25 million. I think it might be as low as two seventy-five, as high as $300 million. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, let's go off topic totally. Get something that hopefully we can all agree on, the moral compass. Would you go back to this restaurant? And can you spell that word correctly? We'll do it next right here on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. For the first time this evening, running it through for Jesus Ferreira, getting an early look at goal, and Jesus Ferreira buries it. The first time that we've seen FC Dallas on the ball, and it's their main man and number 10, Jesus Ferreira, who punishes the Inter Miami back line. It's one to nil. FC Dallas victorious, one to nil in the preseason game with a third minute goal by Jesus Ferreira. Against Inter-Miami, the game took place at the Cotton Bowl where FC Dallas, when they used to be the Dallas Burn, played there from 96 through 2002 and again in parts of 04-05. It was a happening because Lionel Messi was there. He had a couple of good looks, but FC Dallas victorious over Lionel Messi. I know it was a preseason. In your face, soccer. Yeah! Ah, You didn't even know that was happening. The weather, well, people did. 
This was a preseason game. I want to stress that. <laughs> Doesn't They're, soccer want it in their face, though? They just don't want it in their hands. Right. Unless you're the goalie. Yeah. Yeah, but it's on the one of 11. Or on their arms. Ten guys want it around their face yep. rather than in their hands. More than uh, thirty. That, Alex. <laughs> more than 32,000 people were at this preseason game. And you know how terrible the weather was because it's messy, man. Yeah, well, I mean, he's people's idols. Oh, uh, outside it was messy, the yes, weather. Yes, and inside it was messy There's with the, an eye. You said they played at the Cotton Bowl, right? Yeah. It was messy, right? Yeah. Okay. There's a... There's an emotional attachment to that guy. Oh, and people sure. will do whatever it takes to see him play. So, yeah, man. We play them one more time. Is it in February we play them? We play Miami, or do we not play them at all in the regular season Ooh, this year? I can't remember. It's one I of the two. I thought maybe they were not on the regular season schedule, but I will double check on that. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan, and it's time... For the Moral Compass. KNC Masterpiece, Moral Compass. Now, this comes to us from the mind of Corey Majors. What is the situation we're looking at? Okay, this is actually from the life of Corey Majors. You think you know, but you oh. have no idea. Oh, my goodness. Um, On Friday, Adrian and I were looking for a place to go have some dinner. And one of the places she suggested was Haywire uh, over at the Legacy West area. We always have a great time there. Couldn't find a table on open table. So we said, let's see. A friend of ours suggested another place. It is in City Line in Richardson. I guess that's it. Oh, so you're leaving. It's going Plano to Richardson. I know what you're saying. I had some other suggestions, but she suggested this place. And I was like, all right, that looks fine. Do people from Plano call places in Richardson? Oh, they have a good hole in the wall restaurant. Uh, it's more. It's more like. Uh, <laughs> I'm just teasing Plano. The restaurant. You're pretty average, right? I'm you know because I always say they're really rich, but they're not as rich as I make them out to be. The um, you saw my first house out there in Plano. It's not. A, it was a palatial estate. Now was, the new house is different. <laughs> yes. Um. Burn the. We go, I, I make a, a reservation on Open Table, which I don't, do you guys like using those apps? Open Table or Resi? Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Kevin, when was the last time you went to a restaurant that uses Open Table? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm one of the common people. So he's I, been to this restaurant. I go to common folk restaurants. He's so been to the restaurant that I'm talking about. Yeah. Not a lot. Usually if they have it, I'm like, this place might not be for me. What What is your favorite common folk restaurant? Ooh, Chili's or Applebee's. Red Lobster. Yeah, oh, I th- I thought he was that's say a good one, too. I know that in a month we'll be at Red Lobster <laughs> in spring training. I don't have to eat fish. You have to exit yet. like two miles down because it's not. Well, you will in spring training. No. Is it Lent, Lent starts in. Yeah, let me check when Lent starts. All right. So here's the point. I'm not going to name the restaurant because I don't want to put them on blast, but here's my question. Okay. We, I wrote the review. I wrote a review on there on Open Table because Open Table is, and I don't typically write reviews. And my review said something along the lines of our reservation table had us sitting right next to the door. And every time the door opened, it was freezing cold. And look, I understand that, but I didn't want to sit right there. Maybe I should have just asked them, hey, move me somewhere else. And Corey Majors. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm not, I don't like to do that. Um, only at grocery stores? You know, no, I don't even do that. People just see me and they're like, hey, I recognize you from radio. Um, 
the drinks took a very long time. And I'm not one to typically gripe about that either, but this was one of those that took a very long time for the drinks to get out. I ordered a steak. The steak was, as I put it on there, mid at best. And, like, it didn't. It had no flavor to it. The vegetables were okay. Was it cooked correctly how you ordered it or no? It was It was medium rare, but not, it didn't look medium rare. You know, like, it, and not, it wasn't overcooked. It was probably even undercooked, and I was I'm okay with that. But whenever there's no flavor on a ribeye, I got a, I got a little bit of a problem. So I wrote the review and said I'd probably give them a two, and I got an out email of, out of five okay. stars. I got an email from uh, Open Table, and the message says, "Hey there, Corey. Sorry to hear that your experience here at this restaurant uh, was bad on your la- latest visit." I would love an opportunity to make it right and send you something for your next visit with us. Send me an email, and they gave me their information, uh, so I may get something out to you. And then they he gave me his name and everything. And my first thought here is, I'm not going back to the restaurant I didn't like in the first place. Like, they had a great— Did your wife feel the same way about her food? Yes. Okay. She. I didn't know if maybe you ordered something that they're just not good at. They're good at other things. Yeah, her— she ordered something completely different. She had a fish option, and it was there was lacking a lot of flavor in hers too. The they had a cool presentation on one of like smoked old fashions that was cool, um, and they have lots of options for whiskey, lots of really good whiskey options. Um, but I just was like, nah, I'm not I'm not a huge fan. Do would you go back now that they've sent this information and said, hey, we'd like to make it right? Would you go back to the restaurant and give them another shot? I would give them one more chance. Agreed. They might have had a bad day. They might have had, I mean, I don't know. It was a busy Friday night. There's a lot of flu going on. My wife's dealing with a lot of flu at her office right now. A lot of sick kids. So maybe their main chef, maybe the guy who is usually head back there, wasn't there. And so everybody had to step it up, and unfortunately – the sous chefs and the people that are back there weren't on their game and it was just a bad day. But if you go back there again and it's below average again, now, you know, it's not a bad day. That's their food mm-hmm. and they're, they're going to kind of comp you, right? I don't know. I have no, I'm not okay. asking for anything. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah, not yeah, one yeah. of those. And I'm not one of those that likes to complain about stuff. And Kevin, you brought this question up. I'm not one that likes to complain about stuff while I'm sitting at the table either. And they were busy. They were, they were, they were steady. There okay. wasn't a line out the door, but there was probably three people at the front most of the evening. Kevin, I feel like if you're serving below average food, you'll eventually, if this place has been around for a while, you will get below average um, customers. Like, you, yeah. you, won't get, you won't get the amount of customers you need to stay in business. In Dallas-Fort Worth, especially in Richardson and Plano, there's a zillion restaurants. So if you're not good... I just don't think you'll get the people in to survive. I think about this one thing, Corey, you told me about restaurant business all of the time is the worst thing that could happen for them is you're dissatisfied, walk out the door, and you just never see them again, and you have no chance. So I think this this place is like trying to make it right by you and be like, hey, not only do we want to make this experience right, we would like to keep you as a customer. Come check out what's the best of what we can mm-hmm. do. Yeah, and I think that is... Yeah, I I completely agree with you, man. Whenever I was managing our bar, look, if something was wrong that night and it was something that doesn't typically happen and somebody's complaining about it, I get it. 
And the manager of a restaurant's job, a lot of times most managers out there can tell you, is when somebody starts complaining, you just start giving them uh, be our guests, right? Bogs, okay, you start yeah. hand, just anything to get you to shut up right now, so that you, when you come back, and it is shut up because I don't want you being so loud that other tables are like, hold on, I want bogs too. You're right. I felt really bad when Noah was smaller. He was like crying pretty crazy at a restaurant, and they're like, oh my god, is everything okay? And we're like. You've done nothing wrong. Our baby is just very upset right now. We're going to go remove him. <laughs> yeah, that so- actually happened to me once uh, with Avery when he was when we went to Colorado. We went up into the mountains, dude, for some. Uh, it was an awesome dinner, but Avery was crying. They had a like a a flute player come over and start playing awesome. for Avery, and he shut it down, dude. Avery stopped crying. He was one, not even one yet, That's awesome. and he stopped crying and was just hanging out and everything. By the way, the service was bad, too. Service, I mean, oh, the, no. I had to ask multiple times for different things from the server. And, so, and, and listen, you can call me a diva. I also worked in the restaurant business for many, many years. I have expectations from a restaurant. Is it the worst sign when they don't get your drinks to you? Yeah. Like, and you're like, this is off to a bad start. I haven't even start. gotten a water to start yeah. yet. What's going on over here? I think, too, at Tex-Mex restaurants that obviously chips and salsa are there. And let's say it's a party of four or more. You know probably within 10 minutes you're going to need to refill the chips. Now, you probably only need to refill them one, one time, time because you're hoping that your uh, kitchen is fast enough that if I refill them once with chips, the main course comes out and I don't need to keep refilling chips and salsa. But... I feel like when you're at a Mexican restaurant and drinks are slow and then it's a party of four or more and you know the chips are going to go pretty quick and it's 15 minutes later and the the thing of chips is gone, everybody's drank their water, you're like, oh, no, this is not going to go well. The, the other thing, too, somebody said, well, what was the point of the review? To tell them what was wrong that night so that they can improve. ensure so that it doesn't happen. It. Yeah, because yeah. if they want to keep their business going, if they want to continue ha- having business come back, they got to make sure that 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 those things aren't happening because those are simple. Yeah. In my opinion, those are simple things that people expect when they walk into a restaurant, especially if they're trying to have a nice date and you are charging nice date price. And Corey, we should. Everybody <laughs> listening <Yeah>. should. <laughs> we just don't rate the places great that we love. We don't go on for the most part, right? Ninety percent of the time, if we were going to write a review, it's because it was such a disappointment and yeah. a bad situation. We write it. If we went to a place that was good, we usually go, that's good. That's my place. I'm going to go there once a month or whatever. But we don't write a review, which probably we should do a better job of writing reviews of places we like. That. I will say this. I, because, and again, this, this comes from having the background that I had and work in running bars, working on the border in Garland for years. If somebody goes over the top, not all, I tip them well. I tip well on, on sure. over the top. But then I will ask the man, I'll say, can you bring the manager over? And then I'll tell them how badass they were at what they did. Like, that is something that Adrian's always like, oh, my gosh, what was wrong with the dinner? And I'm like, no, I just want to let them know they have a really good employee here and they did a great job tonight. So I I think, Mike, you're right. A lot of times you have the criticism box and the criticism's negative. A lot of times we don't talk about the good things that people do enough. No, that makes a lot of sense to me. And I think you're right. I wish more people would be like, hey, this place is really good. But I feel like if it's bad... You'll write the review at and bad at yeah. all, but it has to be like amazing to write the good review. And if it's just good, you don't go out and go, "Hey, this place is really good. You should go check it out." So y'all are saying go back. Y'all are saying go uh, back. Give yeah. another shot. I would, yeah, but I mean, you might want to. I don't know. You might want to tell them when you're coming back in. Hey, the first time wasn't great. 
you guys told me to come back. You're going to make sure that this is a good experience. Like, I do think you should almost tell the waitress, like, hey, I'm only coming back here because I did not enjoy it the first time, but I think you guys can do a great job. See, that's it. That is a very interesting take. Or you just say nothing and just I, see if it's and that's bad. that's what I think. Because, I hear you. Because I don't want it to be great because I showed up and like made a and big announcement. You, yeah. And then you go back and you're like, it oh, might, crap. I, I see your point and maybe I, I rescind my point. Oh. I, I think that if you did do that, they might do certain things or tell them, you know, if you say, hey, I'm Corey Majors. I talked about your <laughs> restaurant on the radio. <laughs> then they might like. Ask any of the grocery stores around here. Yeah. yeah. They might start spitting in your food or whatever. <laughs> so. <laughs> We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, it's time for Gridiron Gravy. Do you consider this duo legendary? Let's do it next right here on the fan. Mahomes looks that way. He's going to go wide open, left side, caught. Kelsey caught around, touchdown, Kansas City. Kelsey hasn't been that open since training camp in St. Joseph. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan right now. It's time to go around the entire NFL and dip into some gridiron gravy. Yeah, here we go. Damn it. (laughs) All right. I found found my biscuit. So there is some, uh, there's some ratings discrepancy happening right now. Is the initial. Our ratings are number one. That is true. No discrepancy about that. Chiefs Bills was initially announced to have an audience of 39 million. Now, That's more than the 37 and a half from Saturday night with the Bills and the and the Chiefs, right? True. That is true. However, or in San Francisco and Green Bay. CBS says nope. 50.4 million people Holy crap. actually watched the game. They Which added- they added the Chiefs Bills game. They added 11 million people. Yeah. Wow. That's more than a Cowboys game? That was more by 10% than last year's Cowboys 49ers game. Yes. And so there is some discussion about where does that number actually lie? Because the number of 50 million came from a CBS press release. And so there's other people that are like, yeah, I don't know. It might be somewhere in the middle. But for now, those are the numbers that we have. Even well, if it's somewhere in the middle, that's still in the 42, 44 range. Yes. How do we know? So that's amazing. How do we know any of these numbers are true? That is like the 23 very, million who bought Paramount fair. or paid whatever they did. Peacock. They, Peacock. Yeah. Like, how do we? Because that seemed like a big number for to go to a streaming yes. station when usually that's a CBS big time Sunday afternoon game. Sure. So how did they get the same number? They just said it. Yeah, I, they remember we talked about this a while back. Nielsen was accepting streaming companies like internal information, which is weird because I would love it if they did that here. Like how many people were listening? 98% of the audience of all radio. That's how many were listening. They're like, oh, what's that based on? Internal numbers. Do they just get that from our politicians? Like that's how they. I don't know do, that to be like, the case. I've made everything great. Nothing has gone bad. And you're like, all right, 100%. There you go. Did that, it. that actually does sound kind of right. Okay. That's Dak. Well, somebody just texted and said, are you guys ratings number one because there's no other sports radio show on? Yep, that's it. <laughs> All right. For, okay, hold that on. Is, that that me, is it. You're, me, you're right. There's me, nothing else on out there. Let me field this one. First of all, 
There are other sports radio and pseudo sports radio what? competitors. But also, we're number one for all radio in DFW. Not just sports radio. I'm sure there's no other radio out there. Radio in DFW in this time slot. There's there's nothing out there that's playing Taylor Swift over and over. People are trying to beat us, but they can't. And they can't. Well, they could, but they haven't. They haven't. They have before, but not now. Not anymore. We're the top in top 10 right now. We're right now. And actually, Kevin, let's add to it. We are number one because you, the Tolo, mm-hmm. whether or not you're a hater or a lover. Especially the ones with the meters. Yeah. Fair. Y'all are the reason that, that we're the best. That is very fair. And we just show up and do our jobs. Thank you to the Tolos. Most of the time. And the YouTubers <laughs> as well. Now, you're not blocked. Now, this brings all ratings information into question, but I'll give you one more. <laughs> the Bucks lions drew 40.4 million viewers, which is the most for an NBC game since 1994, when the Joe Montana Chiefs played the Warren Moon Oilers. So it's been a long time. I don't even remember that. I really don't feel like I remember that game. I watched. It happened. I, I remember watching it. I don't remember the game. So there you go. Christian Okoye was good in that one. Now, <laughs> the Nigerian nightmare. He wasn't. I don't think he was 94. Was Marcus Allen their main running back? Ooh, I don't know if I recall that either. But All that right. actually might be correct. All right, let's talk about the good and the bad of social media. Tyler Bass, he deactivated all his social media, the Bills kicker, afterwards. And some people were saying there were death threats on there and everything like that, which that's just a crazy thing to do. Yeah. It's like threaten to kill somebody because that's In a the crazy world of sports, the guy from Columbia got killed when yes, he accidentally the World made, Cup. Yeah. And that was here at the Cotton Bowl, right? Correct. No, he didn't die at the Cotton Bowl. He went back to Columbia and got killed by somebody because of that mistake. Has anybody else that we know in our lifetime been killed because of messing up in a sports game? Ooh, I mean, I hate saying this. I do, and I'm in, drawing a blank. Like In America? Yeah. yeah in I, America, I don't know. Across the world, I have no okay. doubt about that. I just don't feel like I know that we hear all this all the time. I'm getting death threats, or they got death threats. I feel like, but you still no, would take that seriously, right? If somebody was like, "I'm gonna effing kill you because you missed that kick," or like, "What if they said your family's names?" Don't you think you'd be like, "Oh crap"? Uh, I've had that before, and I didn't take it that seriously. Wow. Okay. What about uh, what about? I just figured it doesn't mob. happen. If that makes sense, like it's not okay. happening. Now, if in the last 10 years, there's been three people who've been killed yeah. because they threw a bad pitch or they missed a field goal kick. I'd be like, I need to take this seriously. There are crazies out there about every other year. There are crazies out there. But there haven't been crazies that have killed athletes because they lost a game for their team. Sure. Yeah. No, I agree with what that. about the mob, though? Oh. Well, if you, do, if you do try to throw a game and then you don't, I'm sure that you'd be in big trouble. I would agree with that. I've seen many movies that start with almost that exact same premise. All right. Now, here's the positive of social media. So that was the negative, that Tyler Bass is a big advocate for pet adoption. And so a cat shelter that he supports got a huge, like thousands of dollars of donations, all of $22 to represent Tyler Bass 
and for his number, he wears a number two jersey. And so instead of saying, I'll donate $2, they're like, I'll date $22. I thought, I thought he was saying thousands of dollars, all of 22 and That's I was what like, I thought oh, you were I'm saying, sorry. too. I That's was like, it? they only got $22, and you're, and you're mentioning that <laughs> no, story? No, no, no. Like, you're really rubbing it in, aren't no, you? Everybody was making $22 <laughs> donations. <laughs> Stupid okay. cats and are going to make They it. receive more than $7,000 in you. donations That makes more sense. After. That's a good why story. why you should be dogs instead of cats. He got $22 donated for cats. Yeah, uh, that doesn't really feel like that balances dogs out. Dogs raise so much more money. And so that's the positive of social media to go along with the negative aspect of social media. In case you missed it, yesterday the Titans are hiring Bengals offensive coordinator Brian Callahan as their... Of the auto parts. Next. Are you thinking of Oca- of Callahan autos from Tommy Boy? Yeah. I just watched that on Friday night after yeah. that terrible dinner I had. Um, and it made me feel better. Okay. That is an awesome movie. That might be one of my favorite movies of all time. Every time I heard his name, though, I kept thinking it was Bill Callahan, the, the old, old offensive co- line yeah. coach. And I was like, dang, that dude's still, he's still thriving, huh? Do you think eventually history will forget John Hancock and think it's Herbie Hancock because I hope of that so. movie? I hope No. I feel like in no. our world we're just going to turn that into a fact somehow. <laughs> that is a fair point. All right. Do you view the combination of Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes as a legendary combination? Oh, son of a gun. No. Okay. What? Oh. I do. Okay. Okay. And this is why I wanted to bring it up. I'm leaving. <laughs> Shut up. Me too. No. What? No. Yeah. We can't. We can't. We can't have Obviously disagreements. Obviously, we can't work together, so yeah. we got to go. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys are going to go hang out and be like, Kevin's so stupid. <laughs> Probably. Is, I'm left-handed. He's right-handed. Uh, that makes me left and him right. We're like you peanut butter and jelly. Together. They just don't go together. You guys get along very well. But you think of like Joe Montana and Jerry Rice as legendary. 100%. The, what about the, Tom Brady and Gronk? Yes. I think of Manning and Harrison. Okay. I don't, I don't remember Harrison. I really don't. Now, he and he might be like I just that wasn't my era. So well, and I know Peyton they, Manning and Marvin. I'm Harrison? sorry, I thought you said Marino. Oh man, I'm. I was like <laughs> oh, Marino because no. you you do like Marino a lot. You, you free, so I just went. But Manning and Harrison was great. Yes, yes, okay. that was legendary. So I, I realize they have expanded the playoffs, and yeah. so that kind of changes the stat just a little bit. But Joe Montana and Jerry Rice, second most quarterback receiver touchdowns in playoff history or excuse me third most because Brady and Gronk and Mahomes and Kelsey are now tied at the top of the list with 15 apiece how many I know this is a weird how many make a that that combination in your mind yeah I guess when I think of Montana I think of Rice when I I mean I don't know I don't know if I'm going to and you're right Kelsey's a for sure Hall of Famer I know that but I'm not sure when I think of Mahomes, 10 years from now, I'm going to think Mahomes and Kelsey. And that's what that's why I was curious about it, because they're at the top of the list, along with Brady and Gronk, who I also, yeah. I do think of that combination. Okay. And I think also, Mike, because you do have other things to compare it to, and just like our dads had Staubach and Drew Pearson, you know, and all Steve those things, the I think the people, like the kids nowadays, that's what they're seeing is, is Mahomes and, yeah. and Kelsey. And so that's the legends to them. I mean, even like, do you think Troy Aikman and Michael Irvin are legendary playoff players? 
No? As a team, yes, but I don't think Aikman and Irvin. I guess I don't think that combination yeah. is legendary in the playoffs either. Which yeah. is I think Evan Smith not, gets more of the, the credit for all that or stuff. Honestly, and this is, I'm not saying one that Jerry he's Jones. better at all. I think about a couple of these combinations between Aikman and Alvin Harper. As or like, Bernie Kosar yeah, and Alvin Harper. <laughs> maybe not that one. As or that, Jason Garrett. And, oh, my God. Or Burline. What? Burline beat the Chicago Bears in 1991 in you the playoffs. You knew he was going to have some weird, obscure fact, too. And then he started against the Detroit Lions the last time they went to the NFC Championship game, and it wasn't going well, so they brought in Troy Aikman, and it didn't get any better. And that's why Mike and I work quite so well together. We're the KNC masterpiece. God help us all. Right against here <laughs> on 105.3 The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.